0: folks and welcome aboard to this thursday night edition philip ward show where today is indeed the 787th day of slowing the spread my goodness gracious 15 no 30 no 787 and counting as well Some people still trust the federal government, unbelievable. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 983 days left for all of us, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, it doesn't matter. We have 983 days left to endorse. So next Tuesday will be primary day in Pennsylvania. The conservative movement right now, conservatives in this country, if you really care deeply about the political arena, conservatives are now divided. This is something that I don't want to see happen. Is there a good side of it? Maybe, maybe some will be divided now and then after the primary takes place, Next Tuesday in Pennsylvania, and by the way, it's 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 Dr. Oz. Remember, Dr. Oz is the Trump endorsed candidate in the Pennsylvania Senate race. Remember, there's also this guy John uh, Fetterman. Looks like he'll be the uh, Democratic nominee. But you have Dr. Oz on one side. You have this um, David McCormick as well. Who I, I I think at this point, Kathy Barnett is probably the most likely to challenge Dr. Oz if it's not Dr. Oz who uh, gets the Republican nomination. But conservatives are extremely divided on those two candidates. So much to the point where we have one side of the conservatives in this country. There's like the, uh, and, and, and it's very tough to describe it because at the end of the day, conservatives and conservatism it, it should all stand for the same exact thing. We should all stand for the same thing. I have highlighted what I believe conservatism is on this program numerous amounts of times. I always want the most conservative candidate to win the election. Now, I myself, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I'm not in Pennsylvania or I'm not a Pennsylvania resident. I'm not a resident of the Keystone State because I think myself I'd actually be divided on who to vote for. There are and, and and listen on this program because I've seen you sort of you got um, Newsmax who is a, a, not a fan of Kathy Barnett. Um, I've been watching on Fox News if Sean Hannity in particular. Again, Sean Hannity is is a phenomenal figure in the conservative movement. He's he's I would even go as far as saying an idol of mine. For goodness sakes, for what he's done for talk radio, for what he's done for conservatism, for Fox News, Sean Hannity is a patriotic, American, MAGA-first-loving American. But I even see Sean Hannity being attacked on the Twitter box, primarily from probably the most conservative uh, Twitter account uh, account person. He's got his own, uh, uh, I guess, podcast, radio show. I'm not even sure. Uh, Jack Posobiec is his name. You know, he's synonymous with conservatism, at least on the Twitter box, that is. Uh, you have like guys like Ben Shapiro, who I've said before, I'm not really the biggest fan of Ben Shapiro. I don't listen to Ben Shapiro. I see his tweets from time to time. I don't follow Ben Shapiro on the Twitter box. This is Ben Shapiro who said that uh he what didn't couldn't find a way to vote for Donald Trump in twenty sixteen. Well, there's and, and and there was plenty of conservatives that said that exact same thing. And for me, right there, that kind of holds up a red flag. Because if you didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2016, again, who was easily the most conservative candidate when it came down to him and Hillary Rotten Clinton, right then and there, I'm a little skeptical. Because not voting for Donald Trump was indeed half a vote for Hillary Rotten Clinton. I mean, is, is that really what we wanted to have happen in 2016? Again, imagine we go on the back of two terms of Barack Hussein Obama then we get a Hillary, rotten Clinton, followed up by Joe Unity Biden. I mean, we'd be even. We've been in a, a bigger disastrous hole than we are right now. And it's and it and make no mistake, things are very bad right now. Conservatives should be focused on two things. Well, three things if you want to count. If you want to separate the House and the Senate. One is obviously regaining the House, the other is regaining the Senate. But before that, we need to have candidates, though. We need to look at who is going to be the most conservative candidate. Because there are some Republicans who run as conservatives who are anything but conservative. I mean, are you kidding me, 40 billion more dollars being shipped out to Ukraine? How does this have anything to do with America first policies? And there are Republicans, there are Republicans in there that consider themselves to be conservative that voted for that. Why, why you would be doing that when right now we have a baby formula shortage? There's, there's some news today. The New York Post, uh, Florida Congresswoman, uh, Kamek is her name, she had some photos that uh, she was sent actually by a Border Patrol agent which are just shocking if you're an american or if you believe in america first. We'll get into that throughout the uh, throughout the course of the program. But anyway, so you got Newsmax and sort of I, I don't want to speak for all of Fox News cuz Fox News throughout if you watch Fox News throughout the day, they have liberals on there. They have people who are um conservative. I mean, they they have people, you know, who I would describe as just straight news anchors like Brett Bayer. And Martha McCallum, well, I've said before, I think Brett Mayer is like the best straight news anchor in the entire country. You know, he calls it right down the middle. He has Democrats on his program. He has Republicans on his program. You know, I think if you watch Fox News throughout the day, and there's a lot of voices on Fox News that I don't particularly agree with, but then they obviously get just lobbed into into conservatism. Well, there, there's a lot of things on Fox News that aren't conservative, that have nothing to do with conservative values. But what I'm looking at right now, and if I was in Pennsylvania, and I'm not going to tell you how to vote if you're listening in Pennsylvania, you should always vote for whoever you think is going to, whoever you trust the most as a candidate. But I believe that in a race, and again, where, where we're looking, this Senate seat in Pennsylvania is pivotal for the future of this country. What course that we're going to take? Because number one, the top amongst all other priorities is making sure that the Democratic Party have no control anymore. They have already shown the American people how bad they can be. This agenda needs to stop, and it needs to stop like yesterday. Joe, Unity, Biden, and the Democratic Party are leading this country down a path that we might not be able to recover from. We are trillions of dollars in debt. What do you think that that's going to do for the future of our country? What do you think that's going to do for our kids, for our grandkids? Because at some point in time, this debt is going to have to be paid back. And like I've said before, you just have, uh, neither party really cares about it. There's some, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, he's always talking about the national debt. Congressman Jim Jordan in Ohio, you know, but there's there's only a select few of them. You know, we have like senators like let's see, Rhino Mitt Romney or or King Rhino himself, Mitch McConnell, and then the um concern that I'm seeing with a lot of conservatives when it comes to Doctor Oz is that he could very well be like a Rhino Republican. I don't want to see that. Obviously, Donald Trump's endorsed him for a reason. Donald Trump has said that Dr. Roz isn't going to be a rhino. So it's a matter of, do you trust Dr. Oz? Do you t- trust Donald Trump's uh, endorsed candidate? Donald Trump, who's been undefeated when it's come to endorsing candidates. Um, or do you trust this Kathy Barnett woman? Who I've said, you know, I've been impressed with, with, with her comments in, in the uh, Pennsylvania debate that there was last week, you know. So it's about who you trust the most, but you gotta think who is going to be the most conservative candidate. Now, what I wanna do on this program tonight is give, I wanna indicate to you, because Kathy Barnett says she is a a MAGA, America-loving, America-first conservative. Dr. Oz says the same exact thing. Well, they you're gonna keep hearing that up until next Tuesday, but both of them, both of these candidates have troubling pasts, to say the absolute least. Jack Posobiec always makes the point. I've seen him on his tweets. Has Has Dr. Oz ever endorsed or done anything that you would liken to conservatism on his pro on on his TV show? I personally never watched a TV show myself. I've seen clips. I know there's one clip in particular that I find pretty disturbing if you're going to be an America an America first conservative candidate and call yourself a Republican. I'll get to that throughout the course of the program. Kathy Barnett, I have reservations about her as well. She has some real troubling tweets from the past. And, you know, whenever you run for public office, whether you think that your private life is going to get involved in it, whether it should be or not, or whether it should be off limits, it, it really doesn't work that way. Because the media is going to look into everything. Voters are going to look into everything. I mean, as I kind of believe as they should, though. Because if you're running for public office and you're going to serve your constituents and you're going to be you know, sort of their go-to person, you're representing them, you shouldn't be afraid to put, put everything you've done or everything you, you've said, you should put it out there. Now, do I believe in cancel culture? Absolutely not. People can make up their own minds. But there's a lot of things from not only Kathy Barnett's past that are troubling. Same goes with Dr. Oz. Now, again, I want to be as fair as possible on this program. Read you some tweets here from Kathy Barnett. Think about this, right? And again, I'm not telling you to vote for somebody. I'm not telling you to not vote for somebody. But I want everyone to understand that there's some trouble with both candidates here. Kathy Barnett tweeted, March 26th of 2013, please pray for my babies and me. We are about to board the place to California, and there's a homosexual female. Again, though, that's what Kathy Barnett said. September 24th of 2015, she says, "Quote: Obama did what he does best, shoving his homosexual agenda down everyone's throat, parading a slew of gays." Before D. Pope says on October 13th of 2015, Amen, Obama is horrible on all measures. He loves all things homosexual. He supports all things Muslim. So she has a troubling pastor when it comes to homosexuals. Also, I mean, it gets even worse when she talks about, um, she tweeted on July 25th of 2016, A segment of Islam and it's a, a man, an uh, Arabic-looking man, holding up a sign saying, Vote Democrat. We need your help to kill you. Propaganda News, CNN earlier today. And this is going to be one of the tr- the problems if Kathy Barnett becomes the Republican candidate. The mainstream media is going to bring up every single last one of these tweets Over and over again, they will call her homophobic, they will call her Islamophobic, they already do that to all Republicans, but now they have tweets as evidence of that. Well, evidence to back up their case that that she is uh, um, uh, homophobic or Islamophobic. And again, you know, I, I'm not saying that she is. Now, Again, these are her own tweets. I don't know if she tweeted it herself. I don't know if, if someone who works for her or if her phone got hacked. I don't know the story behind it, but these tweets came from her account. Propaganda News. And if she again, if she is the Republican candidate, she needs to be prepared for things like this. CNN tweeting earlier today, or excuse me, writing a column earlier today in posts and comments on her radio show. Barnett frequently condemned being gay and transgender. She said in July of 2015, two men sleeping together, two men holding hands, two men caressing. That is not normal, uh, she said. Uh, She also said, if, quote, love is the litmus test, who are we to say, well, your love is legitimate love? Same-sex couples, but... Your love, father and daughter, is not legitimate. Or your love, one man and three women, is not legitimate. Or one older man and a 12-year-old child, if love is the litmus test, it becomes a very slippery slope. And that is where we find ourselves today. She said the, uh, quote, the aggressive homosexual agenda is coming soon to a kitchen table near you. She also said this, says, quote, pedophilia is a cornerstone of Islam. And she said, uh, you are not a racist if you reject Islam. I believe this was a video. Uh, She says, or if you reject Muslims, because they are not a race of people. They are a particular view. They are people that have a particular view of the world. We have a right to discriminate against worldviews. We discriminated against Hitler's Nazi Germany view of the world. That was a worldview. That's how he saw the world around him. We discriminated against it. We rejected it. We rejected Stalin's view of the world because that's a particular view of the world that we don't agree with. So I, like I said, it's going to be tough comments to, to sort of come back from if you're Kathy Barnett. And again, do you think that if she's running against the Democratic nominee, like I said, it looks like it'll be... um. This big dude, real ugly looking son of a gun Democrat, John Fetterman is his name. Look him up if you don't believe me, my God. But she's going to have to defend those comments because you know that those comments are indeed going to be used against her. Um, She tweeted this in uh, September of 2015. This is probably one of the reasons why Donald Trump is never going to endorse Kathy Barnett. She was criticizing Donald Trump himself. She says, Trump's 2016 moral character is questionable. Braggadocious and constant jabs for bankruptcies. brags bending the rules. And by the way, folks, she also wanted, and I don't know if if she was like joking about this at the time, but she was saying that she wanted to build a statue of Barack Hussein Obama. Next to Abraham Lincoln. Well, i tell you what, Honest Abe versus Barack Hussein Obama, I don't think that's even a laughing matter when it comes to conservatives and what conservatives believe. So like I said, she's got a very troubling past about her. So troubling to the point that I don't know if independent voters are going to want to vote for that in Pennsylvania. Now, again, her... Opponent who who is leading the polling right now in Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz, who again has been in, endorsed by Donald Trump, and I'll tell you right now, uh, Donald Trump uh, put out a statement earlier today. Kathy Barnett will never be able to win the general election against the radical left Democrats. She has many things in her past which have not been properly explained or vetted. But if she is able to do so, she will have a wonderful future in the Republican Party, and I will be behind her all the way. He says, Dr. Oz is the only one who will be able to easily defeat the crazed, lunatic Democrat in Pennsylvania. Vote for anyone else in the primary is a vote against victory in the fall. So I understand the way that Donald Trump's looking at it. He's saying Dr. Oz is is far more sort of likable, far more electable than Kathy Barnett is. Now, again, Dr. Oz, so Barnett has a history. She has trouble. So does Dr. Oz, though. And again, Dr. Oz had a platform for years with his TV show. I don't even know if his TV show's still on. Like I said, I really don't know. But I've never seen any clips of Dr. Oz from his show talking about conservative values. There's a troubling past there as well. Um, Jack Posobiec tweets out a video of Dr. Oz on his show. And he tweeted this himself as well. Transgender kids and literally was talking to children about being transgender. Also, got the Jacob Blake story. He tweets out, Jacob Blake's family speaks out about the day he was shot seven times in the back His by police, his devastating injuries in their fight for answers. So sort of there, you know, the whole thing that went down with Jacob Blake sort of seems like he's defending Jacob Blake. Um, Jack Posobiec tweeted earlier today too. By the way, I'm using him as an example, but there's a whole conservative Wing of Twitter that 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 are backing Kathy Barnett that feel the exact same way uh, that that Jack does says he tweets this. MAGA voters aren't stupid. They're smart. They can see for themselves who is MAGA and who is Dr. Oz. I'll tell you what tweet from 2014 in April of 2014 from Dr. Oz. This is he's saying this. Congrats to Chelsea Clinton at Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. If you need advice on grandparenthood, I'm rapidly becoming an expert. So like I said, folks, here's he's talking about Hillary, Ron Clinton and Bill Clinton. I mean, in a way where it almost sounds friendly to me. Has Dr. Oz, throughout his entire career, has he explained conservatism? Has he explained, you know, why he's now all of a sudden wanting to run to be a senator? I, I, this, to me, seems like, if anything, sort of seems like he's been an, a, a Democrat for his entire life. So like I said, folks, you know, at the end of the day, I want in Pennsylvania to see the most conservative candidate win the primary and then go on and win the general election. Kathy Barnett and Dr. Rock. By the way, if either one of them is elected as the Republican uh, nominee they'll probably, they're going to be a lot, I'm telling you right now, they're going to be a lot better than the Democratic candidate. But I would just say, this is important. We sort of, I mean, the, the, the pathological prolific pathetic liars that the, the news media is, they're not going to talk about that. I mean, they're just going to attack whoever it is, Dr. Oz or Kathy Barnett, whoever it is. It could be McCormick as well, but I I have a strong belief it'll probably be Oz or Barnett. But the mainstream media is going to attack and attack and attack. So with pasts like these, you have to be able to defend yourself. Because again, remember, before the general election in November, you're going to be standing on a debate stage against a Democrat. You have to be able to defend yourself and not only defend yourself, but be able to go on the attack. I understand why Donald Trump says that Dr. Oz is the most electable candidate, that he he can pull off. An election win can Kathy Barnett Kathy Barnett by the way ran for Congress in 2020 and lost to Madeline Dean Madeline Dean who's this annoying little gnat of a human being remember Madeline Dean was arguing that Donald Trump should be impeached I mean she is just annoying as they come and Kathy Barnett lost to her by like 20 points so I don't know who it's going to be folks but at the end of the day I would encourage the voters of Pennsylvania vote for for you, whoever you think is the most conservative candidate. And then at the end of that, if the candidate that you chose, that you preferred, isn't the nominee, remember that that candidate is probably a lot better than the democratic candidate. Now, what we don't want to see is rhino Republicans who say things on television and radio and then go against everything they've just said behind the scenes. And I'm talking here about one of my least favorite senators. And yep, you bet he's a Republican. And his name is Lindsey Graham. In fact, some people call him Lady G. Earlier today, Propaganda News releasing this audio clip. Um, And he was talking to Jonathan Martin, who's out with uh, this Alexander Burns guy, write this book, This Will Not Pass, Trump, Biden, and Other, Battle for America's Future. So this is what Lindsey Graham is saying. And this is referring to January 6th, talking about Donald Trump. Quote, again, this this is Lindsey Graham's own words, we'll actually come out of this thing stronger. Moments like this reset. People will calm down. People will say, I don't want to be associated with that. Uh, there's a this is a group within a group. What this does, there will be a rallying effect for a while. The country says we're better than this, and uh, J- Jonathan Martin says, "Well, Biden, Biden will help that, right?" And he says, "Oh, oh uh, totally. He's he's maybe the best person to have, right?" Joe Biden. Joe Biden's the best person to have. Are you kidding me? He says, "I mean, <laughs> this is hilarious. I mean, how mad." Can you get at Joe Biden, he asks. By the way, baby formula short, like I said, you you can get real mad at Joe Unity Biden. Make no mistake about that. But then he says about Donald Trump, quote, he's misjudged the passion, he plays the TV game, and he went too far here. That rally didn't help. Talking about primarying Liz Cheney, he created a sense of revenge, he says. So there again is Lindsey Graham. I mean the guy just sways whichever way the wind blows. That is what we want to avoid when we when the people in Pennsylvania go and choose a candidate to be the senator in Pennsylvania. Like I said, I encourage everyone to vote for the most conservative candidate or who you believe in your eyes in Pennsylvania, and a Keystone State is the most conservative candidate. Because again, remember, this is what we're up against. Headlines like this, I'll tell you right here. Wholesale inflation climbs 11% in April, remaining near 40-year high. Again, how mad can you get it, Joe Unity Biden, right, Lindsay? By the way, wholesale prices are what you choose uh, retailers who buy products, uh, excuse me, what you charge retailers who buy products in large volumes. But keep that in mind as we go through this. Wholesale prices accelerated more than expected in April as bite inflation continued to hover near a 40-year high as a result of a strong consumer demand. plans, Pan-slash-plandemic-related supply chain snarls in the rush and roar in Ukraine. By the way, is everyone just done talking about that now? We don't talk about Russia and Ukraine or what's going on anymore over there? Labor Department said today that its producer price index, which measures inflation at the wholesale level before reaches consumers, climbed 11% last month from the previous year. On a monthly basis, prices grew by 0.5%, although that marks a slight moderation from March's readings of 11.2%. The gauge still came in higher than the 10.7% forecast from uh, Refinitiv economists. By the way, I don't know why anyone listens to these people anymore. These economists are always, always wrong. And guess what Joe Unity Biden did, though, to to maybe to save, I don't know, the the Biden inflation, maybe help American families, maybe try and and, and lower the cost of energy. Remember we were net exporter of energy under Donald Trump? Well, Biden administration cancels massive oil and gas lease sale amid record high gas prices. There you go. So as far as your gas prices go, which we're already seeing the highest levels ever, now they're just going to go even higher. Biden administration canceled one of the most high-profile oil and gas lease sales pending before the Department of Interior yesterday as Americans faced record-high prices at the pump. Uh, DOI, said Department of the Interior, halted the potential to drill for oil in over 1 million acres in Alaska's Cook in- Inlet, along with two lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, nice going, Joe. By the way, again, when do we question Joe Unity Biden's motives? This is all intentional. Yeah, just go and buy an electric car. Baby for babies who want to eat. Well, sorry, you can't do that. And listen to this. Here was a reporter asking Jen Circleback Saki. By the way, her last day is tomorrow. Thank God. If parents can't find baby formula, well, what should they do? Uh, uh, call, call their doctor. Call, call their doctor. She says, that's that's the Biden administration's plan. Ahead, just call your doctor. Quote, when was the first time the president was briefed on the baby formula shortage? And she goes, I'm not going to get into internal briefings because he probably still doesn't know. That's the thing. Joe Unity Biden probably has no idea that this is going on. Um, uh, Jen Saki. well, uh, we've actually, we've had success on the baby formula shortage. You've had success? What are you talking about? Did, did this ever happen? Under Donald J. Trump, things like this—you get this Arkansas mother who's saying it's "quote very scared." It's the most gut-wrenching feeling. Uh, this guy in New York, father says there's been times we fed our son in a BJ's parking lot because we found a bottle in the middle of the night. I mean, good lord! Just now, Houston mom had to go to three—had to go through three hours to find baby formula. "Quote: It's hard." Physically, mentally, financially, sometimes I cry at night. So that's what so there's a baby formula shortage for average Americans, for for normal, everyday Americans. But yet listen to this headline. Border Detention Center looks stocked with baby formula despite shortage. A congresswoman from Florida, Kat Kamick is her name, shared pictures of pallets of infant formula at the Ursula Migrant Process processing center in McAllen, Texas, saying uh, that a border patrol agent sent it to her. She said a border patrol agent who's worked in his role for 30 years. She said she released a video about it. She said he's as a border patrol agent took in pallets of baby formula for all of the illegals that are crossing into the United States. And they, they were published in the New York Post. By the way, the post says the post was unable to immediately independently verify the location of the images or obtain additional information about the history and frequency of shipments or the uh, distribution of the formula. I mean, at this point in time, would you really be that surprised? Because I wouldn't be. And like I said, they literally have the photos right there. I mean, it's just it's, it's, we care more about illegal aliens in this country now than we do about Americans. Think about that. And remember think about it with Joe Unity Biden in context of Joe Unity Biden telling us at the beginning of the air that I don't think I've over I've underperformed I actually think I've overperformed uh, Joe Unity Biden saying he's doing a good job he's doing a great job oh he's been excelente Joe Unity Biden it's unbelievable what has he done right what's better in this country I mean it's just it's astonishing to me folks like I said, This Senate race in Pennsylvania is very important. Vote for the most conservative candidate and the one that you trust the most. Because remember, at the end of the day, there is a Democrat that is staring back at whoever that Republican candidate is going to be. Like I said, next Tuesday is the uh, primary in Pennsylvania. Anyway, folks, today, though, is the 787th day of slowing the spread. The Joe, Unity, Biden, disastrous, awful, horrific terrible administration now has 983 days left for all of us as americans to endure never a bad day by the way to be an american have a great night folks thanks as always for listening back here tomorrow and tomorrow is friday love it good night